Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. In our culture, we are seeing identity politics. Hi, this is Keith Tusi, and welcome to Leadership in Context. In our last podcast, we talked about the devil, which there is a real devil. His ultimate goal is to steal your identity so that you don't know who you are in Christ just as he questioned Jesus, if you are the son of God. I want to make this statement, and then I'm going to come back to it at the end of our time together today. To the degree that your identity or you identify with something greater than your identification with Christ is to the degree that you will be easily offended or easily misdirected. What do I mean by that? If you identify as a American, as a Republican, as an Italian, if those identifications are stronger than identifying as a Christian, a son or daughter of God, then you are apt to be easily offended because anything that crosses the path of that, you're going to take as an insult to your integrity as a person. Let me go to the scripture and talk to you about a verse that you may have never thought of in this context. But in Galatians 3, he's talking about our security as children of Abraham. And at the end of the chapter in verse 28, he says, There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free man, there is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Now, obviously, he's not talking about the natural things because there are Jews and there are Gentiles. There are males and there are females. There are people that are free and people that are not free. What he is addressing here is the revelation in Christ. If you go up to the verse before that, it says, For all you who are baptized into Christ have clothed yourself with Christ. What he's addressing to them is drawing their identity from Christ. This was revolutionary, not just from a a moral code or a set of doctrines or even to a group they belong to, but literally from the head of the church getting their identity. I am a Christian. I identify with Christ. He is my first allegiance. He is my first affection. He is my first dedication. When I think of myself, the first thing I think of is I am a Christian, even more than I think the first that I am a man. First, I am a Christian. I am still all those other things. Now, let's put this in the context of the people that it was written to. In this day and age, I want you to think about the divisions that were happening. Great divisions, even in the church, among Jew and Gentile. And there were people, they wanted to be Jews so bad, they started acting like Jews. And, you know, Paul addresses that in the same letter. He said, wait a minute, you weren't a Jew under the law before, and how can you be a Jew under the law now? He said, you know, this doesn't make any sense. Why would you do these things now? Okay, there are people that were in bondage. They were uh, what the Bible calls slaves. Now, slavery in the Bible wasn't what we 
talk about slavery in America's history. Uh, slavery in the Bibles, when you owed somebody, uh, you had to pay them back by servitude. And according to biblical law, you weren't allowed to owe somebody more than seven years labor. And if you were uh, in that type of a relationship, if you were a bound man or a bound woman, that's how you identified, oh, they're a bound man, they're a bound woman. That was that was their identity. Oh, that guy is a Jew. And he says, here, how about how about the whole issue of Roman citizenship? How much does that come up? Everybody wanted to be uh, a Roman citizen, okay? Uh, just, you know, that was where it was at. Uh, you know, you could buy your citizenship. You could earn your way into citizenship. And so people identified very strongly with that. But here's the thing. If I identify, if my first identification in life is as a Roman or an American or a Pennsylvanian, whatever it may be, if that's where I identify the most, then anything that come, comes against any of those things that's where my offense is going to lay. That's where I'm going to get tripped up. And see, that's what we're seeing happening in our culture. Identity politics. Why do you think the transgender people, the LGBTQAZQNRB, whatever other initials you want to add, why are they so intent about being called what they want to be called and using the proper pronouns? Now listen, it's not just semantics for them. They are looking for an identity. But it isn't, isn't it interesting that identity gives them no security because if you dare to cross that identity, if you won't address them by their changed name or their changed status or their confused identity, then they are deeply repulsed and they are deeply offended. So as believers, the first thing we've got to do is we've got to identify with Christ. And that's just not mind over matter. That's understanding what the scripture says about us. As you're reading the scriptures, the epistles, especially especially the books of Colossians and Ephesians and Philippians, those three especially, what you find are in him verses, in him, okay? I am the righteousness of God and Christ. In him, I am secure. Those type of things, okay? That's where we get our identity, not just from a title of being a Christian. So when someone talks about being a Christian, and they say things about Christians, I don't have to be offended because we've already been prepared by Jesus. He said, hey, listen, uh, the servant is not above his master. If they called me Lord of the devil, what are they going to call you? See, so our life is hid. I talked about last week, our life being hid with Christ in God. Okay? Yeah, we still have a life. And this verse in Galatians 3, 28 is not saying that you're not a male or female, you're not a Jew or Greek, you're not bound or free. It's just saying that that is not the goal of life. Realize that for many of these people, male or female, it says, by the way, male or female, you got to realize that in all these cultures, all these biblical cultures, in Judaism, sad to say too, that women were very oppressed. And, and, a, and a woman did not think of herself as a person first, she thought of herself as a woman first, okay? I'm a woman, a lesser 
person. She wasn't even allowed personhood in most of the cultures. So he's dealing with that. He's taking a shot at me. So you, you are a Christian first. And then here comes the Christian church with this revolutionary message that Gentiles are people. Women are people. Wow. Romans are people. Slaves are people. And then they all started worshiping the same God in the same place together. That's Ephesians 2. He tore down the wall of partition. Hallelujah. Isn't that exciting? Where is your identity? Hey, some people even take it as far as a sports fan, like I'm a Steeler fan or I'm a Bronco fan or, or whatever I am. Really? Well, that might be a fact of your life, but that's not your identity, hopefully. I mean, I've seen people around here being buried in their Steeler jerseys. Now, I'm not trying to make a judgment about where their heart is, but I don't want to be buried in my Steeler jersey. You know, I said to a judge one time when he said, when I put on my robe, I'm the property of the state. I said to the judge, judge, I hope you don't die in that robe. I got in a lot of trouble for saying that, but I'd say it again. It was the truth. Where is your identity? Who do you identify with and who do you identify as? The culture of this day is if you were a Gentile, you wanted to be a Jew. If you weren't a Roman, you wanted to be a Roman. If you weren't a man, you wanted to be a man. And he's saying, listen, you don't have to change any of those things. You can be a bound man and still be a vibrant Christian. You can be a Gentile. You can be a woman, and still be a soldier and a full disciple of Jesus Christ because your identity is not in those things. See, the devil challenged Jesus' identity. That's the first thing he did. If you be the son of God, that's the same thing he's going to do. He's going to try to get you just to get your identity wrapped up. Now, we know that people get wrapped up in social, economic status and things like that you know, uh, which is the same thing. It's an identification, whether it's spoken or not spoken. But that's not how I think of myself. I don't think of myself even as an American first. I'm a citizen of heaven first. And then I'm a citizen of America. But my allegiance is to the kingdom. If I've got to choose between obeying the kingdom and obeying an American law, I'm going to obey the kingdom. If I got to choose between obeying the kingdom and obeying a Pennsylvania law, I'm going to obey the kingdom. If I got to choose on being a Christian person or being a male person, I'm going to be a Christian person. If I got to choose on being a free person or a Christian person, I'm going to be a Christian person. That's my identity. That's who I identify with. That's where my security is. That's what I want to live out of. I want to challenge you. How Christian are you? I'm just not talking about your moral life, my thought life. I'm talking about how about your financial life? How about your time life? How about your hobby life? How about your, your, the time life? You know, all those things. How Christian are they? How much do they identify? Or does the world have a, such a pull because of identification that you're obligated to follow those things? And then you're obligated pretty much to get offended when somebody gets on your case about being one of those things or insults you because you're an Italian-American or whatever it may be. Watch this play out in the world. See, they don't have an identity in Christ, so they 
are desperate to find an identity in somebody else, and they're going to force that identity on you. We get to share our identity for free. Neither male nor female, neither bound nor free, neither Jew nor Gentile. Let your identity be in Jesus. This is Keith Tusi for Leadership in Context. Can I encourage you to share this on your social media platform or with other people so they can get the appreciation for some of these things that are being taught? I know this understanding can revolutionize your life. Blessings. Today, Keith continued his discussion on resisting the devil. To the degree that you identify with something greater than your identification with Christ is the degree that you will be easily offended or misdirected. Our identity should first be in Christ Jesus. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to put leadership truths in the context of the local church. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. For show notes or to ask Keith a question, email podcast at nrpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at nrpastors. See you next week.